You're listening to The Three Pillars of Success, a podcast that inspires people of all walks of life to gain perspective on what it means to succeed. My name is Geraldine Convento, and I'm best known for entrepreneurship, my skills in web presence, and SEO. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the show. Hey everyone, how you doing? This is the Three Pillars of Success podcast and I'm your host, Geraldine Convento. Today, I'm really excited to have our special guest, Craig Bowdy. How you doing? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Thanks for being here. All right, so let's just go ahead and jump in. Who are you, where are you from, and what do you do for a living? Sure, so I'm Craig Bowdy. I run a few co-working spaces and I do a lot of co-working consulting. Uh, for the last 15 years. I live in Denver, uh, and I'm from Michigan, great state. Awesome. And what do you like to do for fun? I change it up quite a bit. Recently, rollerblading. Then oh. I did a marathon, and this weekend I rollerbladed on the new trail all the way up to Boulder. Uh, so that's a lot of fun. And I play tennis, and I listen to podcasts. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Things I didn't know about you. <laughs> <laughs> Most people don't know that rollerblading exists still, so. Yeah, so let me ask you this. When you hopped on rollerblades your first time, was it difficult for you? I don't think so. Just natural? No, it's very natural. It's roller skates that are the tricky ones. Those are the devil's feet. Okay, Yes. I'll keep that in mind. I've never roller skated. I've rollerbladed. Well, then you're good. You're you're on the right path. Okay, good. (laughs) Perfect. Awesome. Okay, so the reason why you're here today is because we would love to know your definition of success. Yeah, so my definition of success, so I think success is following, okay, I'm going to give this as a caveat. Uh, First, I'm middle class, so I already have my bare minimums of financial well-being, and I can go on vacation and do all that jazz. So If I didn't have all that, then I would probably be more financially oriented, but I'm comfortable. So pushing that aside, I really think it is following that like irrational, and this is going to contradict something, following that irrational love that you kind of can't shake. I don't want to say passion, but to me, it's, it's small towns. Like I've moved to a bigger city. I've lived in lots of bigger cities. I've lived in Chicago and Toronto before that, but I love small towns. And for me, success is really going to help use my skills more in a small town setting. That's kind of like my lighthouse that I kind of keep going to or that, what is it, that Green Lantern in not the comic books, but in The Great Gatsby. It's like this thing that I keep wanting, like I keep striving for, and I want to somehow have this like larger impact on economic development in small towns. And so it's it, to me, success is really kind of, following that irrational thing that you can't shake. And to me, that's the small town thing. That's awesome. I actually really align with that. So what are your three pillars to success? My three pillars. So overall, I'm a Midwestern conservative guy, you know, like farmlands, like you can grab it, you pick up the dirt, right? So success, though, does involve taking risks. To me, it's always taking measured risks. And one of my favorite you know, hobbies is also personal finance. And so I think of it very similar to how a financial planner would describe risks of, you know, don't put it all in bonds, have a few stocks and then throw some petty stocks in there, like make it exciting. And so I find taking some risks, but not 
stupid risks, like be prepared, which then leads into my next pillar of success. In my past life, I was a market researcher. And my next pillar is doing the research. Too many people think that they need to solve their own problem because, well, then obviously everyone is just like me. I have this problem. And it's like, well, well, hold on. Do the research, see if people are trying to solve that problem and you just are a unique situation. See if people have tried to solve that problem previously in the exact same way. And then just spend some time looking around and actually talking to the customers. So a lot of people just skip the research because it is boring. The first 10 hours of any research project sucks because all you do are putting these like random data points kind of like on this board. And then it takes about 10 hours for like trends to start to emerge. So a lot of people just either don't know how to do proper research or they think they're too smart to have to do research. Um, so I find research is a key to success. And then making everything fun in life. Like, I think that's why it's like financially not so, I, I've never really measured it so much because life was wonderful, right? You know, like, <laughs> like you don't need to stress out about it. Uh, and so if you're having fun and just enjoying it, then you're successful. Like, once again, I'm middle class and, and comfortable, so I can I have that element. But I enjoy what I do, so I find myself successful. That's so awesome, and I think a lot of people. It's part of the reason why I created this podcast is that there's a lot of people that believe that success is very far out there. Like you can't achieve success until you reach a particular goal, but that's not true. You know the whole. The whole point of this exercise of defining what success is to you is to figure out how close you are to that particular goal or to success or what you already have achieved as success in your life because success is forever. It's not like, oh, I made it to success. Great. Right. You're going to just <laughs> that's so true. You're like, next success coming up. <laughs> Don't like, know what that will be. <laughs> like what else is there except success? You know, it's not like you're, you're going to achieve success and then all of a sudden you're going to go after something else. Like, no, you can always be successful. It just, you have to have some sort of measurement as to what that means for you. Yeah. It shouldn't be finite. Like, don't you think the Patriots wish there was another level to the Super Bowl? Like, you know, like, like, they're like, dude, we've been here so many times in the past 20 years. We're ready for the next challenge, but there's no next challenge. It's just the next year. And so yeah. if you define success as something so finite, then yeah, you reach it and then you're like, what's next? Cool. So in your pathway to success or in your journey of life, was there any roadblocks that you feel like you faced? Yes. There's more of a traditional one. In order for me to enter into the co-working industry, I had to first move to Canada as an illegal immigrant, which then I got kicked out. Not because, I mean, I wasn't caught, caught, but my parents got caught visiting me. And so I was on their radar. Like people couldn't visit Canada if they said they were following me, visiting me, like they were getting turned away. So that was like a very real physical roadblock to success in like my career path. And it also didn't make me happy. And yeah. How <laughs> and long were you there for? Just six months. So that was an, an actual physical like barrier to success because I was very limited. I didn't have optionality in my life at that point. And so that made me sad because it wasn't fun. So in regards to just thinking or speaking to our audience that's listening to you today, 
what is your advice for them if they're looking to achieve success in their life or they're kind of like new to this podcast or the idea of hearing other people's definition of success? I would say take some calculated risks. And I'm sure other people have said that, but it's so true in the sense that it gives your life optionality to where you are on one path and then let's say you don't like that path anymore. Well, now you have several paths to kind of go out of. Like, and then it makes life more fun and it gives you like more things to like think about. You ever notice like how it's so much more interesting to talk to a high schooler than it is to an adult? Often it's because they're like, they're taking math class, they're taking English class, they might be doing a theater thing, and then they also uh, play a sport on the weekend, or like they just have so many things that you know they're being exposed to and opened up to that you can just like pound them with questions, and it's so interesting. But you talk to an adult, it's like, oh, hey, what'd you do this week? And they're like, oh, I worked. And you're like, it's like, boo. Like that's the end of the conversation. It's like, no, not only you are so much more interesting to yourself, you're just more interesting to more people, and that opens you up to more people. Like you just have more conversations by optionality with the calculated risks. It's just kind of keeping your eyes open and saying, why not try that? I do it all the time in business. In fact, me and my wife, when they ask us, like one of us, like, what do you do for fun? We're like scheming. We're just straight up. We're just scheming all the time. Like we own three cars that we rent out on Turo full time. We have Airbnb units. We charged up the Lime scooters pretty darn heavily for like six months. We are like getting a process down because we live by Union Station. You can just they're everywhere. And you're like, well, let's make money off this. This sounds fun. And it's like, you're just, it's so much fun just kind of thinking of all these games that the world is kind of throwing at you. And you're like, I'm going to play. Yeah. Well, it was really great to have you on the show. Really appreciate it. And looking forward to release this episode. Thank you. You're welcome. All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening this week to the Three Pillars of Success podcast. We'll talk to you next Wednesday. Bye.